0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Elaborate Your Career, Hambology. So excited to be here with you today. And right before we dive into what I'll be speaking about, I would like to ask these two major questions. Who want change. Who want to be changed. Question is funny, right? Yes. So what's the thin line between these two? The first is generalizing. It's a general question. And the second is specific. I'm quite aware that if I've seen anyone here at the moment, the second question must have put you in a pause. But the first question, probably they aren't raised up if I could actually see that. And that brings me to two of my people in the world Williams and Charles Darwin I so much admire Williams a lot because he showed us that it's never about your environment but rather your ability to believe in yourself the ability to trust in yourself to do things there is a possibility in you and the other person I so much appreciate is Charles Darwin Charles Darwin is someone we cannot you know you know, we keep remembering today rather because it showed us that it's never about your high key. It's never about your brilliance, but you're, you're trusting yourself. you trusting in your ability to do it. And Mary Slainso said in one of our quotes, if every man can clean his doorstep, the whole world will be clean. Yes, that is one of my favorite quotes, probably in the world. And um, why do I think this question of what who want to be changed is specific because humans naturally we are adapted to living a comfortable life. If you ask me, I don't like anything that will stress me. I, I don't like it, and I don't I don't think I naturally like it. But this question of who want to be changed naturally draws us out of our comfort zone. It makes us to see that this is the particular way we need to perceive things, this is the particular way we need to see things, and that brings me to today's topic which is the mind of a man this topic is relevant in your personal life in your career in anything you do this is a question that has been relevant all over the you know the years A man is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in a body. That is who a man is. The mind of a man is the soulish part of a man. And over the years, I've found that that this is one part of a man that is neglected. Of course, I'm very sure we've heard about this saying, think big. People have written books about it. Many people have said a lot about this particular thing. But why is it that, you know, even though there are a lot about thinking big, people still don't think big because... Peop- those people that kept saying we should think big are filled us, you know to show us the reason why we need to actually think big the mind of a man in the mind of a mind lies the creativity of a man so god created man to recreate god created man to craft art to design to reproduce that is what god has created the mind of a man to do but the question i will ask you today is that how many of us actually take time you know to think to recreate and do and and unleash that potential that has been put right on our inside so I would like to say something if a believer you get to understand me so well God in the book of Genesis we know that Adam was the first man and God created Adam you know, in his own image. And we could see that Adam was able to name every other creature because, you know, we could see that he had the mind of God. So once you're in Christ, you know, once you're created by God, you actually literally have the mind of God. Yes, you have the mind of God. And that brings me to the different kind of mind in which I would like you to go with me even as I proceed. The first one is the original mind. The original mind is also called the childlike mind. I think, you know, if you don't have a memory of what your child would look like, you've seen your children around. And I love long, young children because of the characteristics I'm going to be telling us about. The first is that they are flexible. Young children are very flexible. You no, know, they don't have... Um, they are open-minded. They are open to instructions. They are open to new things. Yes, they are receptive. They don't have a hard heart. They don't hold on to what they know too much. And that is why, you know, once you tell a child not to do something again, you build the child, even the developing world, you know. It's just like the child stopped doing it because they are receptive. But a uh, uh, the other man, the adult man... With the conventional mind which i'll be talking about later on you know doesn't have a receptive mind they have their mind is fixed they have a kind of mindset that is called the fixed mindset that is the kind of mindset that those people have developed over time those people the, the original mind also known as a childlike kind of mind you know they try out new things I would like to ask every one of us here, if you listen to me, when last do you try doing a new thing? In month, In years? In weeks? Every day we should aim towards learning how to do new things. Even though at times, doing new things can be so challenging because it takes us out of our comfort zone, like I said. It takes us out of the norms of the world. It takes us out of being pragmatic and moving into a new Pattern that are probably not been seen by man, and one thing is that men naturally are afraid to do this because they think about what other things they think about what their society is literally things. So another point about the original mind is that they try without considering the opinions of others. I don't know whether you've seen a young child. You tell that young child that you know they do things that is very funny, and you're wondering that. Even and the thing that comes to your heart is that a child another cannot do this because they try out in things without confiding other people, and actually that actually raises a spark of creativity right on their inside. That is who um that is what the original mind really does. You know, they try without confiding whether they fail. They do things they don't want to know whether they fail, that they, they, they are just satisfied that they tried. That is what the original mind is. And that is the kind of mind that God has given to everyone. Everyone started with that. But, you know, over time, you know, because of the kind of environment, because of the overload of information, this pack gradually weighed off. And people begin to consider, oh, what would someone think about me if I go for that? conference what will someone think about me if i go for that party because the society have overly time giving us a kind of conventional mind a kind of fixed mind not seeing a end of time not seeing that there is always a better way to do things which i'll be talking about later on so as a little child You know, God has given every man the conscience and the subconscious mind. Of course, a little child might not be able to understand what the subconscious and the conscious mind is. But as a little child, the child just sits down and feels that, oh... I've seen this somewhere. Let me try and do this. That is the imagination. Your subconscious mind is, is your imagination, what you've already imagined. It's what you've, you know, your intuition, what you've processed over time. Probably when you sat down and you're just thinking about things. A child has that, but never knows that, is a conscience and the con- subconscious mind. So over time, a child is able to annex the conscience and the subconscious mind. The second kind of mind I'll be talking about is a conventional mind. I don't want to say this, but many people in our society today actually literally have this kind of mind. Yes because they are always afraid to do something new they are always about what would this person say about me what of if i fail? they're always about what of what of they're not of they're not of oh how about i try this they're always their statement is always what of and not always about how about how about is you putting a spark on your inside that even though i fail, at least i literally tried they are pragmatic they have it's just this pattern this this is the way i have been taught in school this is the way i've read in that particular book nothing is changing that i'm sure you probably have to deal with people like that that you brought an idea in a meeting and they were like what's this one said and at the end of the day when the ideas produce fruit like oh wow so that was what you were saying because they've overly developed their mind um you know to be fixed their mind is fixed they've lost their curiosity They don't live for new ideas. They've lost their curiosity. They don't ask questions. They are always fixed to their own ways of doing things. I call them, they are always about I, 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 I. They don't want to hear every other person's opinion. They believe that they are always right. Even when they know they are not right, they are afraid to do it. They are afraid to ask questions because they see it as um, diminishing. Meanwhile, it's not a diminishing mind. A A mind leaders ask questions leaders ask questions and that is the only way you know they can get better that is the only way they can attain to that state of mastery whether in their career whether in their relationship whether in their personal life they've over the time known that to attain mastery means that you must ask questions assumption kills faster than any other things these people assume so much they assume they know it they assume that this is just the way to do it they assume that no no better way to do this but this way that i've suggested and that will bring me to the third point which is the third kind of mind the dimensional mind You've probably heard people saying, I am dimensional, you know, I am a dimensional woman, I am a dimensional man. But the question is that these people don't literally know what the dimensional that they're talking about really means. The dimensional mind move from being, you know, is the ability to be able to match the childlike mind and the adult mind and overly time. Being able to annease the conscience and the subconscious mind, so the dimensional minds, they are full of questions, they ask questions, they observe a lot. They before the talk, they must have had to think over time, they have, must have had to develop. Oh, they will have thought of it in their head before they was, and they probably have an idea of what the answer is, but they still has. it's not that they don't know but because they recognize that everyone have a blind spot a blind spot is what cannot be seen by the person himself but can be seen by others so these people believe in two major things there is always a better way and there is always another way i'm very sure you've seen um many industry And you've considered that, oh, why is it that they're able to generate new ideas? Why is it that they're able to do new things? They believe that there's always another way. There's always a better way to go about things. It's not just a one-way thing. But a conventional mind believes that it's a one-way thing. This is what my... Um, my professor has taught me no other way. They don't question our thing. They don't, rebel ab- they don't rebel against ideas. They don't want to think because thinking is one of the hardest things to do in life. I'll probably go into the depth of that even as we move on. So what do I mean by they th- know that there's always a better way? When they see a problem, they don't think of just a way they think of several other ways because they believe that if there can be a way that means there are 20 other ways there are 50 other ways there are 100 other ways and in their ways of gaining this particular ways they are able to know that um um they are able to see several other things to do so i would like to give an instance now we probably have heard about the different brands of phone from apple samsung you know when apple came on board they never fought with every other brand because they saw a better way they they've, they've seen the way people, other people did their thing and they felt oh they could actually be a better way they didn't fight with they didn't um spoil the market for people what they just developed was just this they felt that you know there's this way okay how about we have a very smart phone? How about we have a smartphone in which people, you know, can use and take out at their own dispense, in their own convenience. This was what these people thought about. And that is what will bring me about the various um, processes that involve, that comes with dimensional mind. So we have the apprenticeship, we have the creative heart and we have the mastery this takes process the apprenticeship is when you begin to learn the basic rules. you begin to learn this is the way it can be done this is the way we can make this um, better i will literally say probably in a particular field at this moment probably that is when you go to school when you develop self, self-mastery and i would like to say yeah it's not just about going to school you must actually develop self-mastery the second is i'll rush through this is the creative act the creative act is the state in which you begin to you know connect the dots together those ideas you've develop overly time you begin to connect those ideas together and you don't stop at the creative as you move to the mastery mastery takes years and that is why it's not everybody that gets to the state of mastery because it takes years it takes thinking it takes believing in yourself it takes having the confidence that you can do it it takes believing in yourself when every other person is probably against you so dimensional mind doesn't just stay at the apprenticeship doesn't just stay at the creative act but you know they go ahead to attaining mastery and that brings me to the next one what are the characteristics of the um, dimensional mind they are open-minded just like a little child, they love to hear every other person, and leaders learn to hear from others, they are observers, they observe, they think, they, they look at different ways of doing it, and that was why I had to cite the example of the different um phone brands, and the other one is that they are curious, they, they are full of curiosity, they ask questions. They don't just believe that, oh, this is the way it should be done. They believe that there is always a better way, like we said. There is always a new way to think. Because if an idea that is relevant today, an idea that is relevant today might not be relevant in the next 3-4 hours. That is it. That is how they think. The next one is innovative mind. They have the innovative mind. They are always thinking new things. They are always thinking on how to improve new things. I would like to cite the example of Coca-Cola as a brand. Coca-Cola over the years has been still relevant regardless of how many every other brands have come into being because they are always creative they are always thinking ahead of time and you know i love one of the popular um quotes of um, the 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 founder of Nike, Knight said this. He said when he was asked in an interview that why is it that he's able to go ahead every other shoe brand. He said I look out for possibility. I believe in people even when they don't believe in themselves. Wow! I shouted wow when I heard that. And yeah, you know I'm always open minded. I don't look down on people, but I rather get you know grant them strength to become better. That is what you know nick said about them then another person i really love so much is Big great when he was asked the question that what is the thing that is most afraid of he said the day i stop thinking wow that means thinking is a very big deal when the moment you stop thinking the moment you stop feeding your mind that is the moment you know you stay stagnant and I, you know, recently I was thinking and I found out that thinking is the worst, is the most hardest thing to do on heart. And that's why people don't think. Probably that's why we all just try to be conventional. Like we just say, okay, this is what I've been taught in school. This is what I've read in books. I don't need to think because thinking is very, very, very hard to do. It takes a man that is ready to walk alone, to think. Because when you think, you, you it, it doesn't follow the pattern of the word yes and the fourth one is flexible you must be flexible yes a leader becomes one when he learns to listen to others a leader is not just full about full of his own idea no he's never a leader when he's full of his own ideas but rather he naturally, what does this person does? He naturally listens to other people. it's flexible. is ready to receive it's because he believe that, you know, he cannot, like I said earlier on, that he cannot always see his own blind spot. He cannot always see his own blind spot, and they are always ready to expand their mind. You know, they are always ever ready to expand their mind, whether you know, re- you know, taking courses, reading books having mentors that hold their hands to become better in their feet they're always about that and um you know the next thing is that how do you think you can get out of being conventional to being dimensional You know, I see many people that have asked me this question because today has given us this mindset that to be conventional, staying safe, playing safe, staying, you know, living to survive. That is what the society has teached us. But these are the ways I've developed and over time that I think would help us to move from being conventional into the state of being dimensional. The first one is negative, clear. You must learn to see what others do not see. That is what negative is so as a lawyer that I am. Probably a case was brought to my table, and every other person they've been seeing that oh, the floor, uh, this thing, this one. And I noticed that there is a dog in the house. That means that for there to for the dog to not have backed when the person entered and the dog was there, that means the person that came into the house is probably someone that is well known. You must learn to see behind everything, you must learn to see beyond what people say. That is what. You should attend towards if you want to move from a conventional mind into a dimensional mind. So the next thing is that you must be a thinker. You must learn to think. You must learn to think and like i said earlier on thinking is one of the hardest thing to do and that is why people don't like to think because thinking will make you walk in the wood i call thinking walking in the wood the moment you leave your environment you leave every other thing your work and you just take a time you know just to sit with yourself and you begin to think that okay is there a better way like we said is there another way to go about this because there's always a better way there is always a new way once you are are able once you learn, you know, to walk in the wood, once you learn to be alone and develop yourself and develop ideas, connect the ideas together. And um, this kind of people thinkers ask questions. It's when you ask questions that you think, but many of us we don't think. So, with this, I would actually like to ask a question. So, I've often been asked what's a good day to me. Many people think a good day is a day full of activity a good day is a day in which you put out your work and it's so productive i used to have the mentality or mindset let me say that once your calendar or once your to-do list is full that means you have a good day know that you know you seek to improve every day growth is daily growth is daily you must aim towards evolving every day you must aim towards of becoming a master in your Feed. That is it. You must learn to think. The third one is ask questions. Assumption kills faster than any other thing. Many people assume that to learn they have to, you know, to learn they assume rather. And knowledge doesn't come with assumption. Knowledge is never assumption. You seek to learn. Many of us, we think that when we ask questions, we limit our, you know, we, it's 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 like um low service team. No. You ask questions because you feel that there's something someone has that you don't have that is when you have ask question rather and the fourth one is self criticism you must learn to criticize your own work so yeah i'm not saying you should bring down yourself but you must be able to learn how to criticize your work you must sit down with yourself and and tell yourself there is a better way to do this, there is another way to do this. It's not just one idea, it's not just about this. There's always a new way of doing things. Acknowledging this will help you to build up a mind that will be able to cause revolution, that will be able to cause bringing about a new creativity on your inside. Thank you very much for joining me. But right before we go, I would like us to go through this convection conventions. And I would like you to go on with me. The first one is that there is always a better way. I want you to repeat. There is always a better way. I am the sign to be more. I am designed to be more. There's more about me, Bolaji. I don't know. You may mention your name. I am designed to be more. I live to think and I live out every idea. I live to think and I live out every idea. Thank you all for joining me today. I do really appreciate this. I hope to see you in the next episode next week. Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you.